the what we have most precious in common is you. You have brought us together. And for that we're so grateful. Lord, many of us have known each other for a long time. And we have enjoyed times in your presence. And we have learned together. And we're so grateful. Father God, thank you. You always reserve the best for last. And, and these are the last days. And we thank you, Lord, that as we have entered those days, they're going to gain momentum. And we're just going to get to know you deeper and clearer and serve you the way that we should. We give you all the glory, Lord. We thank you tonight. And I ask you, Lord, that you bless your word in our hearts as we receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, tonight, tonight um, I'll begin and I'll end with, with uh, something easier. But in between, you all agreed uh, that you wanted um, to know more about um, the devil and demons and his operation so that we're not ignorant, right? And so some of the things, uh, I, I have prayed that they won't be tedious. They're, they, they weren't tedious for us when we learned them. Um, actually, they were interesting. So I hope they are for you as well. Uh, but it's more, it'll be more of an uh, inform, informative teaching, you know. And of course, we're going to find scripture as much as we can. Uh, but what I would like to start with today, uh, this is something that we, we learned years ago, and really it changed our lives, it changed our thinking. We keep talking about the importance of the renewing of our minds. And you know, the way that many of us grew up, even as we came to know Jesus as our Lord and Savior, um, we, uh, we, we were not given the totality of, of the light of the Scripture. And so I, I want to uh, bring this thought to us that whether or not believers are victorious in life, and that would mean victorious over the devil and his attacks depends on what view we have of ourselves as the church. And there's three views that I'm going to present to you that we learned about. Militant, there's the militant church, there's the defeated church, and there's the triumphant church. So as, as I go on, and explain just a little bit of each of them, uh, you know, we get to locate ourselves. Uh, Jesus calls us the triumphant church. But I find that a great majority of the body of believers all over the earth are, are more in the side of the militant church or the defeated church. And I'll, um, I'll share with you what I mean by militant. The militant church depicts believers that are not yet seated in heavenly places in Christ. Therefore, they're, not, they're, they're still fighting. They're still in a battle. You know, uh, Brother Hagen used to say that people back in his day, they would ask each other in church, how goes the battle? How goes the battle, you know? And, of course, they didn't understand what he, when he would say, the battle has already been won. You know? But it's not just being able to say it, but believe it and walk as it is so. So the, 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 the church militant is one that still sees herself as fighting the devil, 
fighting demons, fighting these, fighting that, uh, you know, fighting sickness, fighting oppression. Uh, and it's really subtle, because, you know, the serpent is really subtle. Um, and, and so they still are trying to get the victory. You see, as, that is, it's important. Uh, when, we, when we heard these many years ago, we realized that we had been all along thinking that we were a militant church, that, that we were part of the body that still is um, trying to gain the victory uh, over the enemy, as if he had not already been defeated by our Lord Jesus Christ. So you see, we get to, we get to thank God, get our minds renewed, and see, the victory is already ours. He's, he already won it. He did it. He obtained it for us. But you see, we've been moved, but by if, 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 we are, if our mind is not renewed, then we will be moved by what we see, by what we experience, by what we see, what we see others go through. You see, we just see this plane, and we don't see it through the filter or the revelation of God's Word. See, and so that's the militant church that defeated church. Of course, it's self-explanatory, but there's a lot of our precious brothers and sisters that are leave, living in defeat, uh, complaining. Uh, how was that phrase that I'm just now remembering that Brother Hagen would talk that they would live in Gramble Alley. You know, uh, and not thinking that there's anything wrong with it because that's just what they've heard all, all their lives. You know, and so the defeated church gives a picture of a church that is, that is ignorant of the fact that they are seated together in heavenly places in Christ. We've been seated together. That's where we are. Praise the Lord. We're reigning in life through one Christ Jesus. But the defeated church doesn't, doesn't talk that way, doesn't act that way, doesn't think that way. Okay? So because of ignorance of that position in Christ, they've never used the authority that they possess. Amen? And, and, and therefore, the enemy is, 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 is being able to, to take them captive at his will, even though they have been released from the captivity of the enemy by the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So it's good that, that we remind ourselves of that. Wait a moment, no, wait a moment. Who are you? You know, there are people that, especially young people, that they go through, through periods of time of crisis of trying to find themselves. Uh, you know, let me save you some time. Find yourself in Christ. Find your identity in Him. And then everything else will be added unto you. But find it, find it first in Christ. Because he's the only one that can fill the void, that can fill all of the, 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 the longing and, and the need that any of us has. Amen? So then, of course, the triumphant church, again, it's self-explanatory, but, but the triumphant church is, is the biblical perspective of, of what the church is, of who... who who, who the Lord Jesus Christ has, 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 uh, has made us to be. We're seated. Say that with me. I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ. Above all powers and principalities. Amen. 
he has seated us above. That's why we often remind ourselves when we come to pray. We don't pray from down here. We pray from, from the throne. We're seated together in heavenly places in Christ. Amen? Uh, the Lord's not far away. He's within us. And when we come and we pray for others, we pray right there with him. Hallelujah. And, and we take hold of what is ours in him. So uh, I'm going to give you the scriptures. You know them, but we don't have to look them up because there's going to be others. Ephesians 1.3 is one, and also chapter 2, verse 6. So the triumphant church not only knows, but exercises their authority in Christ. Amen? That's the, the triumphant church comes from the point of view, Jesus has already given me the victory. Amen? Uh, I, you have to see that in Christ, you see, that's why you get to see yourself in Christ. In Christ, you're superior to the enemy. Amen. That's why we don't want to find ourselves anywhere but in Christ. Amen. Whether in prayer or whether talking or walking or doing anything, in, in Christ. You're not just in Christ and take on that posture when you come to church, amen, or when you're singing praises and worship and prayer, that's wonderful. And, and, and we want to do more of that. But at any time of the day or night, you're in Christ. He positioned you there. Not by anything that you and I have done, but by his grace. Because of, of, of the... Uh, the the amazing, amazing accomplishment that he um, procured for us at the, through his cross and through his resurrection. Amen? So, um, there's, uh, I was thinking about this and then I'm going to go to the next thing. In this age in, in which we live, where demon activity is clear, that it has increased around the world. Uh, but thank God we have good news that the Lord has released more angels <laughs> to help us that are at disposal. But there's more, more um, uh, demon activity that has increased. So, so it's more vital, really, that believers know what our redemption in Christ entitles us to. You're entitled to great benefits because of your redemption. Amen? And pastor has told us about these, and I agree with him totally, that you, you, don't, um, you, know, you, don't, you don't quit, but you see it in the Word, and you know it's yours. And so you, you apply yourself to go that direction. And you may not see the results that you want, uh, instantly, but you stay with it because because your faith, my faith, has to grow. It needs to continually grow, and so don't let the enemy make you think that he's whipping you or that he is having victory over you. Because you see, Jesus already gave you the victory, so you hide in Him, and you. Uh, you know, and, and uh, of course we use the name of Jesus as a weapon. So the devil's been defeated. But you know what? He he's a very short memory. So you have to remind him that he's been defeated. He, he He's not as bright as people think he is. Even though, even though he, you know, his devices, uh, he's pretty sharp. But what I'm saying is that believers have, um, have allowed themselves to, to surrender to the attacks of the enemy. You know? And I don't know about you, but I, 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 I'm not going to surrender 
the word of God is my final authority. Amen? It is not going to be whatever imagination or whatever trick of the enemy that he may want to uh, come up with. Amen? And so now I have to tell you, and, and at the end then I have other things, hopefully I get there, but I brought this book. I don't know how many of you might have it or might want it or whatever. I think it's, you can get it uh, through Kindle as well. Yes, because we, I read it many times when, we're, when we go on vacation. This is a book I heard years by Brother Higgins. is entitled The Triumphant Church. I don't know. They may have changed the format of it because <laughs> these these have had for a while. Uh, I heard his daughter say uh, when she was asked um, about the books that she uh, that she read all the time that printing here was 1993 or this or the first printing was 1993 and this one was it the first printing. Anyway, that. Uh, Pat Harrison, I heard her say one time that she read this book every year. And when she said that, I thought, well, I'm going to do the same thing. And I read it, um, sometimes not all the way through, but I'll read, I'll, I'll, I will eventually read it through. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I, you grasp more all the time. So um, I wanted to, to uh, I'm going to, use it as my, um, my um, notes, uh, because I couldn't write any better of, of the subject that I'm going to bring you in. What I know I, I learned uh, from him. And so uh, we're going to talk about um, the origins of Satan and, and his kingdom. Okay? Um, again, that's something that you don't always hear everywhere. Uh, but let's go to Genesis 1, verses 1 and 2. I don't care you give me the new King James or King James, sweetheart. So we, we in the Bible, uh, we see clearly, uh, clearly we're told of the origin of, of Lucifer. Okay, God did not create Satan. He created Lucifer. Okay, so um, he was, it's, it's clear in scripture. And in fact, we saw in Ezekiel last week, those of you that were here, Ezekiel 28, we saw. And um, uh, how that, and, and the Bible tells us how uh, Satan then, uh, he, he was thrown out uh, from, uh, uh, from heaven. Uh, from the presence of God. But the origin, and that's where I, we're going to go here, but the origin of demons, of evil spirits, of devils, is not so clear. You can go one direction or another. I'm going to present to you. And, um, and um, uh, you know, it just must be that if the Lord didn't make it totally clear, is he didn't think it was that important. What he wanted us to know is that they were under our feet. That we're victorious over them. Okay? But here in Genesis 1 uh, and, and, and 2, it says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Uh, so this is something I b believe many of you are already very aware, uh, that some Bible scholars, uh, they believe that, so there's two different, two different uh, groups. Some believe that there were millions of years that elapsed between Genesis 1 and Genesis 2. Okay, and then others believe that there could have been an original earthly kingdom before the creation. Because you see, let's let's read this again. Uh, let me have verse one, darling. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, 
And then verse 2 says, you see, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. He did. And then the earth was without form and void. God doesn't create things without form or empty, a void, with darkness. You see, but it says here, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And so then the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And you know how it continues, you know, uh, all, all the creation. So this is, this is the, the theories that, that have been uh, studied that the evil spirits that are here on earth now could have been part of a pre-Adamic creation or a pre-Adamic kingdom, okay? We see here that there was, and you can leave that scripture out there, sweetheart, verse 2 especially. Um, you, You see there's been a lot of questioning about the dinosaurs, you know, and all of their, all of those different types, and uh, because they've been excavated, things have been found. You see, many Christians have gone confused because they've thought, well, if the Earth is only six thousand years, you know, here or there, how come they have found things that were of so much more before? Well, the answer is right here. There was, and, and, and how about caves and, and where the, 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 the theory of evolution comes because men look different? There was a pre-Adamic kingdom. There was a pre-Adamic earth. And why did it become void and without form? And I, could, I, I, will, I can give you scripture so that you can go and look it up, or you can purchase the book. But you see, it's because there's, there's scripture to validate that Lucifer ruled the earth, that pre-Adamic earth. And when he was lifted up with pride, you see, and he rebelled, he said, I'm going to go and I'm going to be like God. See, God threw him out in an instant out of heaven, and, the, and, and his kingdom became with a form of void. He lost his kingdom. He lost what he had. He, 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 he lost all rule. See, he regained the, the title of little G, God of this world, because Adam gave that position to him that had been given to him by God. So anyway, uh, I know that this, uh, most of you probably already understood this, but the Bible, I, I love when I read of, you know, from great scientists because, uh, that are Christians, because they say, we don't go to the Bible to find out if it is true. We start with the Bible, the Bible is truth, and then we find validation for it, you know. Uh, so so this, is, this is an interesting thing. So uh, some believe that, that the demons are the uh, fallen angels. Uh, and yet there's scripture that, that the fallen angels were uh, locked in darkness, you see. So they're locked. Now, I'm not talking about the devil himself, but the fallen angels. Then who are these evil spirits? And um, anyway, I'm just bringing this to you, that we have a hint. Brother Hagen would tell us we have a hint in the scriptures of a pre-Adamic kingdom. And so um, it could be the 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 spirits of those of those people 
that uh, are under the rulership of the devil. But whoever they are, they're under our feet. Let me remind you again. Because Jesus whipped them all. Amen? Now, the devil is not in hell right now. But he will be one day. And we're all going to get to see it. And he will not be able to deceive anyone anymore. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, anyway, uh, I tried to go through this as, as quickly as I, as I could to give you a scripture, Isaiah 14, verses 12 through 14. This is when we find that Lucifer, uh, Lucifer's rebellion. He says, I'm going to ascend. This is important. Uh, Isaiah 14, uh, 13. But you can read 12 at home, but for the sake of time, 13. He, um, oh, maybe I'm going to read 12 too. How are you fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How are you cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? For you have said in your heart, see, he said in, in his heart, I will ascend into heaven. So you see, that, that gives you an understanding and other scriptures that he was not in heaven. You know, he, he, uh, he was in, uh, on earth. Uh, he said, I will exalt my throne above the stars. So he's going to go up above the stars. I'll sit also upon the mountain of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. So we see the, the, the rebellion that, that happened to Satan and, and something that we want to come against and not allow in our lives is pride. You know, as we, as we mature more in our conversation, we use I, I, I less. Amen? Uh, but devil was about, I will do this, and I will do that, and I, you know. And, uh, of course, the Lord had to respond to him with several eyes, too, <laughs> that, that put him in place. Amen? And, and, and if you want the scripture where the Lord responded, was is in Ezekiel 28, 16 through 18. I'm very familiar with this book, and I respect it very much. But um, as you know, we, we are not part of the pre-Adamic creation. The Bible says it very clear that Adam was the first man. Amen. So as far as we're concerned, the creation uh, that, that we know of and slightly 6,000 plus years at this earth that we, that we know, uh, Adam was the first man. First um, Corinthians 15.45 says it. It is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. Amen. Uh, so, it's possible that Lucifer ruled a kingdom here on earth. I'm, I'm reading what, what I learned. Which existed before Adam. But at the same time, prehistoric animals roamed this earth. Okay? Um, so, so, dinosaurs did exist. They're, they're, they were real. But... But they, they did not go into the ark because they were of another pre-existing era. Okay? Um, so it is possible then that evil spirits we now have on the earth were fallen spirit 
beings from that creation. Okay? Again, perhaps nobody needed to know these or wanted to know it, but in case you have asked or questioned, then I wanted to, to you know, submit to you what we, what we uh, were taught and, and um, we see that there's a hint of that in the, you know, in the Bible. Again, mainly because there's scripture that says that the, the fallen angels were, were locked under key. Uh, so, anyway, um, I'm going to, to skip some, some scriptures because I have already brought that up. So I want to tell you about Satan's names so that you know when there's a, somebody that has that, uh, uh, you know, that, that sound to it or some situation. Um, again, it's, we, don't, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but people that are not Christians, they are ruled. Um, they're ruled by the enemy. It, truly, I love these that uh, that I've heard, I heard Dad Hagen, but I heard others say it. Truly, uh, people that don't know the Lord, they saw who's dominating them. They would get saved in a hurry if they saw it. You know. Um, anyway, so I, I I want to First Peter five eight. We're gonna see. Um, the first name, I'm going to give you some of these. Um, in the Garden of Eden, we, we see Lucifer and, or Satan, uh, how he was called after he was, uh, his expulsion and fall from heaven. Uh, and so we see that he takes, he takes the form of a serpent. Remember? Because it says that the serpent was subtle. So apparently the serpent that, that the Lord created was not necessarily then the serpent that, uh, that became after Lucifer took its body. That that's, makes you... I'm, I'm seeing smoke coming out. <laughs> the reason I say that is because it says, uh, the Bible says in Genesis 3.1, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Uh, you know, there's some people, and I've read that, they, uh, that uh, the, uh, the this serpent didn't necessarily crawl. But you see, uh, that serpent received a curse. Uh, but anyway, let's not go there because I realize that you're looking at me. What? <laughs> uh, and it says, uh, so, so the serpent beguiled me, Eve said. It's interesting, you know, because um, Satan took, possession of that serpent, therefore that serpent could speak. All right? And so it wasn't the serpent, but it was the devil using the serpent. Uh, and so Eve said, the serpent beguiled me. So there we see the crafty and deceptive nature of the devil. Amen. So let's let's just go on and see. First uh, Peter five eight, the Bible calls Satan the adversary. It says your adversary, the devil, walks about seeking whom whom he may devour. Amen. That's what you have to say. Well, I'm not your prey. You're going you're gonna to not do that to me. Amen? Um, so, 
this is the first one of the first titles, Adversary. Now in John 10.10, everyone knows that one. You can already tell me. He's the thief. The thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. He is a murderer and a liar, the Bible calls him. Uh, John 8.44. John 8.44. Uh, Jesus is speaking here, and he's saying you, and he's pointing out to the scribes and the Pharisees, and he says, you're of your father, the devil, and the lusts of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. He is a liar and the father of it. And he is not just murderer of people, but he, but he is the one that is behind murdering uh, relationships, murdering everything that is good. Amen. Um, and so, and ordained of God. Another title is accuser of the brethren. You know that. At Revelations twelve ten. The accuser of our brethren, praise the Lord. That will be a day we will enjoy. The accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Notice he accuses people before God. Do not take the place of an accuser. Amen? We are not to be accusers of others. Amen. You may be tempted to accuse, but don't you resist the temptation. Especially when it comes to brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Now, the devil, yes, you point out the finger. He's the accuser. But uh, we, we take the place of the advocate. <laughs> Jesus is the advocate. Amen. And we pray and we supplicate. And, and uh, you know, for people. Uh, aren't you glad that the Lord has given us chance after chance after chance after chance after chance? And why is it? Because we have an advocate with the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who defends us and does not give up on us. Glory to God. Who calls us his own. Who sees us through the blood of Jesus. Amen. And he who sees us and knows us to be seated in heavenly places in Christ, even when we don't act like it. Praise God. So another title or name of Satan is Deceiver. At Revelations 12.9, it says, The great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. Don't you just see that today so clearly? The whole world is deceived. The whole world, dear Lord. But, but we are in this world, but not of the world. So as we stay in fellowship, and we stay hearing the word of God, because uh, we need one another, and then we stay out of deception. We need to hear the word of God fresh. Amen. Fresh truth. Fresh word. Glory to God. And then the, in, it's like, like uh, they, they say, and we've heard this before, that when they train somebody to be able to, to tell whether, uh, you know, some paper money, you know, is, is real or not, they don't make them study the... the uh, the counterfeit. They study the real. Amen. So if you don't want to fall into deception, don't be thinking that you have to learn all the deceptions because the devil comes up with no ones. You just stay in the word. You look at the truth. Amen. And then you'll be able to notice when something is, is not. Then another um, name is Angel of Light. 
2 Corinthians 11.4 For Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So as a deceiver, Satan transforms himself into an angel of light. So that has to do with deception because he's not, he's not an angel of light. He's an angel of darkness. So another uh, name is the prince of this world. And you know that. Uh, the prince of this world. Uh, John twelve thirty one. Just I'm just going to give you three, and you write them down if you want to. John twelve thirty one, John fourteen thirty, John sixteen verses eight and eleven. So this must be a, an important one. The Lord wanted us to uh, um, be aware of because it's mentioned four times. Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. So the world lies in darkness because the prince of this world, which is Satan, is, is all about darkness. Thank God that we have received the light. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad for the day that the Holy Spirit touched your heart and that, and that you you were born again. Thank you, Lord. You became a child of light. Glory to God. I thank God. I thank God. Praise the Lord. So uh, th then just, I'm going to give you just a couple more. Prince of the power of the air. The prince of the power of the air. Ephesians 2.2. 2. Uh, so uh, we're told, in time past, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. So you see how that the Lord needs his church uh, to, to pray, to intercede, but to preach the gospel, to take every opportunity uh, to tell others uh, what we were told uh, that brought us to the kingdom. Amen? Uh, it, we, we, don't have, we don't have the right to criticize or find fault on anyone that is walking in darkness and doing foolish things if we have not gone and preached the gospel to them. Hello? That will... That'll keep us clean. Because you see, they're being ruled by, by the, the, the prince of the power of the air. And then 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, the God of this world's system. The God, little g, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. We, we need to... Um, what is the word uh, that I want here, Lord? Infiltrate. Thank you. We need to infiltrate the, the world system. Amen. Complaining, belly aching, you know, finding fault and cursing. What, what people are doing is... It's just making the devil happy. He gets more glory. He, he's being glorified. But, but we need to infiltrate it. Amen? I think the church, as I, I was hearing, I was telling the ladies, I was hearing a portion, or maybe it was the whole thing, of, I think his name is Kirk Cameron, uh, that was in Flashpoint was having a conversation with Jim Bailey and he was talking about that, the responsibility of the Christians to, to take the high places. You know, um, we can't just hide in church and in our homes. And then expect that people that are being ruled by the devil are going to get any better. Oof. 
that brother got it right. He was talking very well. I'm not giving it justice what he said. So I only have a, a, a few minutes. Um, and I want to see where, where, I, where I, I need to go here. Um, okay, let's, because these, these I had brought it already. I didn't remember that I was here, but I brought it to you. Uh, let's go to one of Pastor's favorite scriptures <laughs> as of late, if nothing else, but really all his ministry. Genesis 1, 26 and 28. We see here that what God created was all good. All that he created was good. Amen? In fact, you remember that. So give me, actually... Um, before that, James 1.17, every good and every perfect um, gift comes from above, from the Father of lights, amen, in whom there is no shadow turning or variableness. So, so we see that the good, the perfect, light, uh, he's unchangeable because he doesn't have to change because he's perfect, <laughs> And has always been. And nobody can find fault. People that find fault in him, they're, 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 they're going to have to see that they were fools. And there's no shadow turning in him. Amen. So, going back, I want to, I want to um, remind us of this scripture for what we are uh, uh, toward, toward the area in which that, that I want to apply it. Uh, this uh, today in the 10 minutes I have left so God said Genesis 1.26 let us make men in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion has been one of our favorite words here lately over the fish of the sea over the fowl of the air over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have. I mean, that is a, that is a commanding um, compound word. Have dominion. Have dominion. Over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. You know, this includes our dominion, our authority over Satan and all his cohorts. We're to have dominion, not to let the enemy dominate us. Amen? Um, and so... Um, so praise God. Hallelujah. Let's go to Ephesians 6.12. We'll finish there. Last, I don't know if it was last week or the week before that we talked about, we read uh, the temptations of uh, how Satan tempted Jesus and how they were real temptations. And one of them, the devil presented him with all the kingdoms of the earth and said, if you bow down and worship me, you can have all of these. You know? And uh, some, some people have said in the past, well, you know, he's the father of lies. That was a lie. Well, it could not be a lie and be a temptation at the same time. And so that, that was one time he knew who he, who he was talking about. Uh, or who he was talking to, rather. And, uh, and But Jesus, of course, said, get thee behind me. Satan, I'll only worship uh, the Lord my God, you know. Uh, but Jesus didn't say, you're wrong. You see, the, the world system, the kingdoms of this earth had been uh, handed to him, you know. Now, you see, that's why the gospel, the power of God unto salvation is is, is, is the most important thing. And the reason why the church is still here. 
what Jesus told that the last thing, go and told the world, preach the gospel. Because the gospel is the key for people to come out of those king of the those kingdoms. You see. And that's the Bible says that we're translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, the, to the kingdom of his dear son. So praise God, we've been rescued. We've been we're not we're not part of any of those kingdoms that, that the devil possesses. Uh, glory to God. Well, I don't know if that makes you happy, but it sure does me. So Ephesians six twelve. Um, praise the Lord. You know, you got to say, devil, you're not running me. You know, you're not running me. You're not, you're, no, no. Your will's not being done in my life. Amen. I mean, you got to speak. You, you get to. You get to. It's a, it's a privilege. Glory to God. But if you just stay quiet, the, the, the devil who's a deceiver and a saddle, he'll take advantage. Um, so this is a wonderful scripture. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness, or we could say wicked spirits, in high places. And that, that is heavenlies. Now, I want to bring something to you that it, we brought it. We, it's been a long time since we haven't. So that's why, I, you know, I was stirred to bring some of these things. Uh, known to many of you, uh, but, you know, just some, some uh, uh, to, to bring some truth that maybe you have not, never heard. Or perhaps you've, may have forgotten. But um, the, my King James Bible, where it says um, the, the, the spiritual wickedness in high places, it says wicked spirits in the heavenlies. Okay? And so I'm going to tell you now something uh, that, um, you know, you can take or not, um, but I, I believe it. Uh, because I know what type of man that we were, that the Lord brought us under. He was a true prophet of God. And so, uh, Brother Hagan had a vision. Uh, he had many visions. And uh, anyway, and those were years, especially at the beginning with his vision, many of his visions, they ended, ended up being revelations. Which, you know, the, the Apostle Paul talked about that and, uh, in Second Corinthians 12, where he said, I've come to the visions and revelations, you know, of the Lord. And so, anyway, uh, there, were, there were things that, uh, you know, revelations the Lord gave him that helped the church tremendously. I mean, his teachings have gone uh, and, and impacted people of, of all over the world, and of many denominations. I hear people of different denominations today sometimes speak, and I think, where did that come from? Because that didn't used to be part of what they knew. But you see, the revelation is given to part of the body of Christ, and then, and then more and more, uh, you know, receive it. Uh, and so, uh, I mean, for example, he had this, this one vision where he learned that that the that the Lord uh, couldn't do. I mean, here he and the, the Lord was talking to him, and the devil was messing. You know, one demon. I'm not saying it was the devil himself. Um, the devil him, himself, by the way, you understand that cannot be in one place, uh, more than one place at a time. He's not like the Lord. He's not like the spirit of the Lord. But he'll send one of his, you know, um, yeah, there you go. Um, did you hear what he said? Yeah. Anyway, so, so there was this demon, and 
and, and, and Brother Hagen couldn't listen to, to, to what, you know, couldn't hear because of the racket he was making. And he kept thinking, well, Lord, do something about this. You came to talk to me. Do something about this. He kept thinking that until after a while. He couldn't take it anymore and said, get out of here in Jesus' name. And the demon left. And the Lord told him, if you hadn't done that, I would not have been able to talk to you. So through that vision that he had, how profitable that was for us. And there would be, uh, you know, there would be many occasions like that. There's a, a book of his, I Believe in Visions, that is just wonderful. And of course, there's many of his books that he'll have different uh, encounters with the Lord. So one of the things, that, um, speaking of Ephesians 6.12, would you put it back in there, um, he, that he talked about, let me find it, because that is where I wanted to finish today. He, um, finding the scripture right here for me, um, the Lord told him that, um, and, and it has come to be something um, that is very logical to us and easy to understand. That, of course, the kingdom of the enemy uh, has uh, some order. He's learned, you know, from, from the Lord. And so that this scripture is actually starting with the lower class demons. The principalities, and the Lord told him the principalities really don't think on their own. They have to have orders given. Okay? Then there's the powers that are the ones that give the orders to the principalities. Uh, and then there's the rulers of the darkness of this world. And those are the ones that when it comes to, to, the, to the ruling of the enemy over of the lives of people on earth, uh, those are the highest, this is what the Lord told him, these are the highest uh, order that you will have to deal with on earth. Notice that the last ones, spiritual wickedness, here it says in high places, in other places it says wicked spirits in the heavenlies, you see. Last week, I think it was, I talked to you about the three heavens, okay? Uh, so the, the, the principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of, the, of this world, Jesus told him, they are in the first heaven, the atmospheric heaven. But the, the uh, spiritual wickedness or the wicked spirits in the heavenlies, they're in the second. And those are the ones that the Lord deals with. I'm going to give you a scripture. Matthew 18, 18. Let me find where was I here. You will understand that scripture now better. Whatsoever that you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Amen. Whatsoever you shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So we're to bind evil spirits in that operation against us in Jesus' name based on the authority of God's word. Amen. And, and then as we do that, as we stand in our authority, bind that operation, then you see, then the Lord takes care, Jesus takes care and deals with the highest class of demons, the spiritual wickedness in high places. This is what we learn from Dad Hagen. A lot of, a lot of us, before we learn some of these things, we gave too much credit to the devil operating in our lives. Remember the names that we that we find in the Bible that are given to him. Uh, some people think the devil himself is harassing them. And I'll submit to you, none of us are that important. For the devil to leave 
major jobs and come to you. He just has, put that scripture there, leave that there. He, most of the time, just, you know, as he goes down the rulers of darkness that, that, that tell the powers what to do and the powers tell the principalities that they can't think on their own, most of the time, for most of the typical believer, is those principalities and, and powers, maybe. We have to quit believing that the devil is that powerful against us. We, we get to have our minds renewed. The Bible says resist the devil and he will flee. You know, the major things that we need to resist is things like worry, Fear, unforgiveness. What else the devil comes up with? Strife, division, ungratefulness, complaining. What else? It should not be, these things should not be any more, and thank God I don't believe they are common to Christians. They may be common to men, but they should not be to us, because we live by the Word. Amen. But you know, but, I, but I'm not wanting to make light at the same time, uh, because you see, you give the devil an inch, he'll take a mile. You know? And so... Um, I have to I have to stop here tonight, but uh, it's 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 enough to say that anyone who is walking in darkness, whether they're a Christian or not, are being ruled by r the rulers of darkness. The rulers of darkness are the you know the ones that that uh, uh, give the orders, and so. The, the sinners, what we call the sinners, the people that have not come to, to the Lord, they're being dominated by the rulers of darkness of this world. But some Christians are too, when they shouldn't be. We shouldn't be. But you mess in the devil's territory, and it will affect us. Amen. So we don't want, you know, we want to repent. We want to be aware. We don't want to give place to the devil. Amen? And the Lord is the, is the healer. And I've not had the opportunity today to go there, but I've been studying and seeing, and Pastor and I were talking about it not long ago, how that, how that in, the, um, in the redemption our redemption rights in Christ Jesus, according to Matthew 8, I submit that to you and you go read it at home. If you, uh, Matthew 8, 16 and 17, it, it, uh, uh, when Jesus is ministering, and, uh, uh, and, and, and it's, a, it's a quote of Isaiah, where he talks about that he ministered to the people uh, so that the prophecy of Isaiah would be fulfilled, that he took our infirmities and he bore our diseases. And then it says that he ministered to people that had devils. And, and those that were sick, that it might be fulfilled. Actually, that comes first. And then it says that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. So, so Jesus ministered to people that had devils and ministered to people that had sicknesses. Some sicknesses were brought by devils. Uh, some were not. Some it was just devils that were bringing torments and other types of things. But the good news is that the Bible <laughs> tells us Jesus was sent to minister to both. Amen? So, 
So praise the Lord, we, we're going to learn more about how not to give place. You know, a person doesn't just lose their mind just because, because they... I, I ministered to your sister years ago. Do you give me just two minutes to say this? Um, she was, when, when we were told she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and, and I went to her, and I said, my dear sister, what happened? Because the Lord had given me, and it was at the beginning, he'd, he'd given me word of knowledge, and I said, did something happen to you when your husband had that surgery, and you, and you thought that he was dying? And she said to me, yes, it's like something jumped inside of me. I've never shared that publicly. She told me, yes. Something jumped inside of me. I'm not in her spirit. She's in heaven today. Don't believe just any liar, the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. We're well equipped. Amen. And we stay out of the trouble that the devil wants to, to get us into. Amen. Praise the Lord. Jesus is our Lord. Amen. Jesus is Lord. So thank you for your patience. And you're dismissed. You're just precious. We'll see you Sunday. <laughs>